This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm gonna give y'all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Bring in the new year with Rubik's Groove, your outside of the box, totally 80s, 90s and aughts dance party band. Go to themulehouse.com for more information and tickets. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we play the game. You know, it isn't for the ice cream at the ice cream bar, though that's a good thing. All the great desserts at the dessert bar, uh uh-uh, no, uh uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. This is why we play the game. This is why we play the game. Oh, man, I have just, I've just not recovered. I just took the wind out of me last night. I was so excited. Brian Hartman, that Titans game last night, brother, that is why we play the game, Brian Hartman. Can you feel me? On that, you have to wonder why. <clears throat> you have to wonder if the Dolphins aren't a little bit of a frosh team that beat up on teams that they should beat, but yet when they played a good team, they got exposed. Last night, they weren't playing that great of a team, and they got spotted. Literally, they were given 21 points at home and still lost. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And I believe I saw a crazy stat where teams that had a 14 point lead in regulation with like three or four minutes to go were like had won their last 600 or 700 straight games dating back to i want to say 2016 and now that's the first time that's happened where a team down that far has come back and won in that little time in regulation so just crazy and the dolphins have to feel sick totally mismanaged the end of that totally mismanaged the end of that game offensively and defensively I don't know what they were doing. They had a nine-second drive. A nine-second yeah. drive in the midst of that. A nine, nine segundas. Run and run and then try to pass and then scramble and get caught short of the line of scrimmage to gain. I don't understand their approach there. I thought McDaniels was a genius. He wears capri pants, as Bino said. Um, Brian, you don't sound... I'm excited. I, I was just telling one of our callers here off the air that the game just sort of took my breath away, and I found myself unable to sleep afterwards, Brian. You don't sound you don't sound fired up, focused, and prepared last night for what happened on the split Monday night football game. And it was a split Monday night football game. Two classic games. The Italian Stallion DeVito led the Giants back, and then the Titans said, hold my beer, Brian Hartman. And you 
need to get with the program here. Well, I don't quite said, understand it here, Brian. I don't understand why you're not more excited. Don't uh, don't take anything away from Will Levis. He kind of willed his team back into that game. Thank you. Now we're made talking. The plays, made the plays late. Now we're but talking, Brian never Hartman. Had a chance, really. I mean, the Dolphins are completely face planted. Now we're talking, Brian Hartman. You're showing me something. Give some credit where it's due. Let's get our first call in here. Our victory celebration after last night's huge win on Monday Night Football, a split telecast. And first caller, identify yourself on the TATLD Logistics phone line. Hello, sir. And the Titans got it done again. If the immortal words of one, sheep keep. His name's Mike Keith, not Sheep Keith. I don't call anybody Sheep Keith. Come on, man. Guy's a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word. You know what I sense from um, Brian Hartman? I sense worry in his voice, man. I sense worry in his voice after last. I don't. I don't sense a celebratory tone out of him today, Bill. Do you? Uh, well, here's the deal, okay? Here's the deal. You have to love this, okay? The Titans are the first team in the history, in the history of the NFL. How many games is that? How many games is that? The Titans are the first team to ever be down 14 points with less than 255 to play in a game and win without needing overtime, Billy. Tony, it's like what I said yesterday. They went out there like a pack of wild dogs and had them some fun. Simple as that. Billy, you called it right down the middle, Broadween, as I like to say. Exactly. That the previous best was the '76 uh, believe it or not, Raiders against the Stillers. Bill, congratulations to you. Brian Hartman, would you be a little more deferential now and show some love to this man? Well, that had to be a thrilling thing to see happen when your team's pretty much beat like that and pulls it out there at the very end and completely shocks Miami's fans in their building. Shock the world! I think is, I think is probably... Uh, I don't know who's going to win the AFC. I, there, there's probably eight to ten teams who could you could probably make an argument for. Where the NFC is just there's two or three maybe. I'll tell you this: you better put the Titans in that conversation after last night because this Will Lavis is a heck of a competitor, man. If not this year, definitely next year. I put him in there this year. 
How many games out of the playoffs are we, Bully? Well, we're first. You're what? Five and eight. Five and eight. You're in it. We have the same record. They have the same record. The Giants have the same record the Titans does. Your hope has to be to go on a heater now, win some games. Yeah. Can they? Can they finish the season five hundred? That is question. Bill, absolutely incredible. And for the rest of us, a great advertisement, Matt Dixon. Last night, Tyreek Hill got hurt for the Miami Dolphins, and their offense went from 2022 Tennessee football to 2023 Tennessee football. Dixon, football is a complex, complicated game with complex, complicated blocking schemes and a whole lot of stuff going on at the line of scrimmage that most most fans don't see, except the trained eye. But one thing's for sure, when you take exemplary playmakers away from pretty good football teams, they become average football teams very quickly. And Matt Dixon... That's why the Vols have to strike while the iron's hot here in the portal, man. Yes or no? Uh, yes, absolutely. And you have a a guy who's kind of unique and a, and a you know game breaker in, in Tyreek Hill who can stretch the field and they do a lot of creative stuff with him. You take him out and it really really kind of hand, handicaps what you what you can do offensively. So even in the NFL and, and obviously in college, it's a lot harder to scheme around those guys. Um, when they're not there, so uh, you got got to have playmakers. Um, really, can never have enough playmakers on on either side of the ball. And Billy, that's the deal, Benny Hill last night. Because if he doesn't go out of that game, you probably get rolled like a joint cigarette. But as it is, uh, Billy boy, the Titans today are looking back in victory, and the Dolphins are now looking down the road, going, "Uh oh, better get Mako." And uh, see, uh, we have, as I said, we have Texans. Not come the diminishing returns portion of the phone call. If they could beat them. Presented by TLD Logistics. TLD Logistics. Avoid diminishing returns. If they could beat them, there's a good chance that maybe we have a good chance of maybe, uh, yeah. winning the rest of our games, it but it's really hard to say. Diminishing returns portion. Brian, what percentage chance do you give my Titans of winning the rest of their games after what is an all-time miracle last night? Again, the Titans are the first NFL team ever to be down 14 points at less than 255 left in a game and win without overtime. The only other time that happened was the uh, Raiders and Steelers in 76. And I don't know, was that the I'm a Holy Roller game? Well, the Titans showed that they're capable of being really good and looking really good and also capable of looking really bad. There's been some really uh, inconsistent play this year from them. Yep. That's their first win on the road. Oh, my gosh, and Bill. That's their first win on the road, and they were looking like they were going for another loss last night. Billy. They play so much better 
And you saw against the Colts, they looked so good in the first half. They jump out to a 10-point lead and then have all those mistakes. Billy. It seems like they make mistakes in bunches. Billy. So I don't think – I don't know if you can trust a team like that to win the rest of their games making as many mistakes as they've made. Billy. And then I Levis, don't forget, he's still you, a rookie. Ryan, I tend to differ with you. If they can cut down on the – of course, I agree with you. If they can cut down on the silly mistakes – I feel their chances are pretty good. But. Billy, if you could get through a call without any transmission issues and clear and cogent points, you'd have a, an excellent phone call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, these things, are, these things me, are hard in this world. Yes, sir. There's one thing. I thought DeAndre Hopkins played a great game, but this was the same Tony said that the Titans made a lousy move by signing him because you felt like he was older than dirt. Yes. I'm the one that's older than dirt, Tony, not DeAndre Hopkins. Come on. Usually those guys don't work out, Billy. And I like the. The uh, Traylon Burks this season that he's having, the first-round draft pick. Yeah. How, how do you compound a really bad move by letting that receiver go to Philly? A.J. Brown, draft Traylon Burks. That was, that was a bad move. Because that guy you know, be lives. Billy? You know, Tony, you brought up an interesting thing yesterday on the 49ers. Yes. On how they built that team. But yes. I'll tell you who else helped build that team. Who else? He's now the general manager of the you Titans, Rand Carthon. Carthon. Whose father, Maurice Carthon, starred, stud, and stallioned in the USFL as a blocking back for Herschel Walker and then with the Generals. And then he went on to win a Super Bowl or two with the Giants. Mo Carthon. Give it up, Mo Carthon. And Bill? You are a font. Congratulations to your Titans, and you have a Dwight Gooden. Thank you, buddy. Matt Dixon, how excited are you tonight to see Georgia Southern in Thompson Bowling Arena in what should be a night where the Vols empty their bench and blow that team off the field? Uh, just hope for an injury-free game and uh, hope Georgia Southern has fun in their on their trip to Knoxville. And that's really what this is about. This is about them, at this point, having fun on their trip in Knoxville. Because really, at the end of the day, that's kind of the deal. We want them to have fun. I want you to have fun. I want Matt Dixon to have fun. I want everybody to have fun. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Everybody have fun tonight. The uh, point total in the game, looking at Zen is 144, Brian Hartman. The point spread, as I said today, on, uh, and I projected last night, but you can do this and you can do this in hoops by looking at Ken Palm. The Vols are 33 and a half point favorite, Brian Hartman. According to my friends at Zen Sports, Brian, where would you lean in this game? Would you lean toward the over 144? which means the Vols are going to score about 100 points if that's where you're going. Or would you go toward uh, – because Tennessee, I will tell you this internally, 
for the net rating, they are highly aware. It is highly on their radar that you cover spreads. And you better spread. So you go out and pop people. They you blow people out at a projected score of ninety to fifty-five. Okay, is that about right? That's thirty-five points, and that's one hundred and forty-five points total, right? Okay. So I'll lean. I'll lean. Uh, balls cover that, and it'll go over. Well, it it could if they play subs late. And that could keep the scoring down a little bit. Yep. So that's one thing you have to be careful in these kind of games. I think, they'll get close to that number. I think tonight they're going to empty the bench and they're going to strive for that number. I think they're going to do both. And that's a shame because this um, we were look. Brian called this to my attention yesterday. It's a winless basketball team the Vols are playing. But they play within the number most nights, and they've played like, of their nine games, they've played like six on the road, one neutral site. I think they've had one home game. These teams don't play yeah. home games. They're, they're out there collecting checks. They're, I'm surprised. Georgia Southern actually last year had a decent, I think they went 17 and 16, and they lost to that team that Tennessee beat in the first round. They lost to Louisiana in the Southern Conference Tournament, which Tennessee beat. So well, that's interesting. Bri, they might still have a – and that's the thing about some of these teams is they might end up having a pretty good year once they get into their league. It's kind of like right. Texas-San Antonio this year in football. They chose to check collect against the Vols and didn't play anybody. Matt, how many people did San Antonio hold out in that game? Was it like 10 uh, or 11? Uh, yeah, something like that. But it was like four or five of their star players, including yeah. the quarterback. I mean, they, and they, I think the yeah. the linebacker who was like the all league player of the year defensively two years in a row, and actually he's in the portal. He didn't play either. Um, I'm being reminded the Holy Roller game was Oakland at San Diego. He's a Holy Roller. Love the Holy Roller game. The Heidi game, the Raiders were involved in the Heidi game. You guys ever heard of the Heidi game? The Raiders back in the day, it's a shame what's become of them because they were involved in some seminal moments. And then you fast forward to this year, and they were at the scene of the crime the other day. Let's go to the phones. And now, by the way, the and that was almost a 0-0 game Sunday, which I watched because... I mean, how can you turn away from something like that? I was watching it on my Dufo stream, and it was utterly absurd. Just absurd. Poor Josh Dobbs. He got benched. He about got Jefferson cut in half. Fans up there went from loving him to Astro, whatever they were calling him, and now they're ripping him all over the place up there. Matt, are you worried about the Vols recruiting before we go back to our phones? Because I'm kind of letting it play out and kind of uh, not in panic mode, but I'm concerned. But I also know that we've got a lot of money. And when you have a lot of money, you're going to get some players eventually. It's just a matter of are you going to get the right ones? I, I think there's concerns about Hypo and the staff's ability to – to recruit a talented enough roster that can not just compete, but win playoff games. And I think, cause that's ultimately the goal that we're talking about. If we're 
So I, I think there are concerns there. None of this stuff here recently, I think, too big of an issue. Um, it's just, I mean, the high school recruiting thing, like we mentioned it the other day, but like how many good high school recruits are like still uncommitted? Like I, I don't think there's very many. And then the portal stuff is just so hit or miss. You're, you're always going to lose guys. You just have to hope you come out ahead with the guys you bring in versus the ones you lost. You know, we make a big deal about not getting guys from the portal, but I don't think we talk enough about the guys that are coming back from this team that were contributors last year and pretty solid players. Let's do that. Like, I'll like want, if they yeah. went, like if, if I told you that, hey, Tennessee went in the portal and got two, you know, starting tackles who have both, both started multi years in, in this league or are a P5 league, like that would be very exciting. And that's what John Campbell and Gerald Mincy are. And they're both coming back. Hey, Matt, would you do me a flave? Would you, like, put that on paper for me for the blog tomorrow? Like, some perspective here, your your perspective. I think that's really – I think that needs to be heard, seen, digested, appreciated. Uh, that's a really good point. Goldbrick Joe brought that to me this morning in personal conversation, Goldie. And um, I think that's well put. There's got to be something to be said, especially when you're in Tennessee spot. Look, when you're Alabama and Georgia, it's a foregone conclusion that, you know, you're going to keep pretty much keep your roster intact because you're winning, everything's great. When you're Tennessee and you have kind of a so-so eight and four season and you get all those veteran players back, it's a good bonus. Plus, you pair off a lot of those guys in that secondary. I mean, who couldn't, who can't play? No offense to them. Let's go to the phones. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. It's a Tuesday edition. We are already on the phone lines way early into this program. Hello and welcome in. What's going on? It's Rod and Clarkson. Man, Rod, you were on my heart, my mind, and my soul, brother, over the weekend. How are you doing after the storms, and, and what was it like there? Tony B, it was pretty bad, man. Uh, the, 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 the tornado hit about... Mm, I would say a mile east of me, and uh, it just it tore up three and four hundred thousand dollar subdivisions. I mean, it just completely tops their houses. It, it's crazy, and it really wasn't even a big tornado. So I couldn't imagine if it was one of those tornadoes that was a mile wide. I mean, it's pretty bad though. There's a video. Uh that I got from the father of Brandon Burton last night. He, yes, he called me and sent me that. The vi- I, You've probably seen it, that one storm chaser video where those folks are showing that, and it's cutting across a, a roadway down there uh, in Clarksville, and it does massive. You can just see it picking up everything in its sight. Rod, that is some scary stuff, man. Scary it's, stuff. It's, it's bad, Tony. It's bad. What you know, I'll do is uh, when we get off this phone, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll tag you in a picture on uh, Tony Basilio show on, uh, on your Twitter account, yeah. Yeah. and I'll show you a picture of the tornado coming up towards 101st. It's unbelievable, Tony. It's so it's bad. Do you know anything? Do you know anybody, uh, Rod, has been affected? Oh yeah, a lot of my uh, friends and other coworkers. You know, we've been. The school system, you know, all the little high school kids have been helping, you know, out here, you know, in the community, you know, uh, 
with the damage and, you know, helping the, the, the local people, it, it's just been phenomenal. The community has really come out and supported. It's just, just been unreal, Tony. I've often said the resolve of our wonderful country and our people, even people, you know, that you might disagree with on certain issues, political and otherwise. Right. When the chips get down, we're all going to meet each other, and we're not going to ask each other what side you're on. We're going to say, exactly. hey, we're going to roll our sleeves up. That's it. We're going to go to work, and we're going to help each other. And you see it time and time again all over this great land of ours. And, uh, man, because we could be living anywhere in the world. I, I find myself so blessed to be a part of this grand experiment we call the United States of America. And, uh, That's true, Tony. My, my, best, about, my best of Clarksville, brother. It's never about black and white. It's about bleeding red. Oh, you got, it. you got it. And, and listen, I've, I've never you, – you heard me say, I, I believe that that Clarksville area is one of the crown jewels of our state that a lot of people don't know about. That's one of the cool little communities right there on the river uh, in, our, in our country. I believe that. I mean, really state. Is, Tony. I got two things to say, Tony. One about the Titans and one about the Vols. Right. About the Titans, uh, I believe uh, yesterday's win since the Frank Wycheck and, you know, Steve McNair era of when they went to the Super Bowl, that was the biggest win in Titans, Super Bowl, in Titans history. It really was. There's no way Tannehill could have brought them back like Will Levis did yesterday. No way. Brian said it, and he's right. That's the type of win that can carry your franchise. Like, you can look back on it and go, man, that was a turning point for our young quarterback. He grew up. I think, really his, I think his record now is 3-4 and four as a starter, which for a guy thrown in there in the middle of his rookie year is, is not a bad number, especially for that roster. I mean, he's a tough guy. He is a tough kid. Tony, you know we have never seen the emotion of a Titans quarterback that came off the field like Will Levis showed since Steve McNair. That's what they need. You're right. And I thought it was interesting after the game last night, the way those guys were lingering on the field. Like, they all couldn't believe what had happened. Those guys were, were like, stunned. all ling- Yes, they were lingering around like, we just it actually just really did happened. that. We were a part of history. That's exactly right, Rod. That's exactly right. Hey, that's the truth. Now, uh, as far as the balls, I, yeah. I, I heard what you and Matt just said about, you know, our recruiting situation. Yep. Here's the deal about the balls. Talk to me. The best. My birthday is tomorrow, and the best thing that ever happened on my birthday was us getting rid of all six of those DBs. Cool. That's the key. That's the key to our new recruiting cycle coming up. We got rid of the mess. All of our fans have been crying about these damn DBs. For three years, and now that they're finally gone, now our fans are going, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We've done what we're supposed to do. Now shut up and watch the coaches play and coach. Matt Dixon, do you agree with Rod that we now have fans saying, Happy what birthday, are we... Roderick. Yeah, happy Thank birthday, you, Matt. Rod. Thank you, Matt. 25 and Holden. Yes, sir, 52 and Holden. Let's go. Dixon, can you smell what Rod is cooking? On this glory day, when he talks about how our fans are now going, what are we going to do with the ball game? I, I think your secondary has been holding you back for really all three years of the hype era. Hello, especially this past season. So uh, you need you needed to upgrade there. You needed a change there. 
and I mean, you just had to get had to get new players in that secondary. To I'm that. Not, I mean, maybe, maybe maybe those guys were coached and, and did what they were coached to do, which is a, a bigger issue. But you you needed a change because you just didn't have athleticism back there either. I'm a semi smart guy, okay, and I'm not trying to be funny here, Matt. But Tennessee walking those safeties out there for three years in a row, those same, and I'm not knocking those. Those guys try, okay? But I'm just going to call this what it is. Because this is a big-time college football deal. It's like a meritocracy. For those guys, it is almost like Tony Valls to have his catching situation be the way it was the last several years, Matt, for no apparent reason. Do you know what I'm talking about, Matt? Like, me and Mr. C were talking about that the other day. Or, like, Rick Barnes choosing to not play offense the last couple of years. We're just not going to, we're just going to be offensively averse. So defensive that we're not, not having averse. a backup point guard for Ziegler last year. Yeah. I mean, we're just yeah. going to be offensively averse. Yeah. I got one more thing on the way out, Tony. Don't make any sense. Go ahead, Rod. One more thing on the way out. I'm glad y'all brought that up. Because we all know if you have athletes that are capable of actually doing what they're supposed to do on the football field, you can take a person like Dalton Connect and put him in our defensive backfield. At least he would turn around to look for the ball. Well, I'm not knocking the guys that play there. I promise you Dalton Connect's a lot more athletic than those dudes. Have you seen that guy get off the floor? He's unbelievable. Dude, the other day he's got a hundred and one degree fever and his freaking head is above the rim. The and rim. Tony, like y'all have said, like you said on this show, since Dalton Connect has got here, the best thing that's ever happened was Rick Barnes letting him play the way he wants to play. That's right. And you Run know what? Yeah. through this guy, and you will end up at the final four. And Rod, y'all go balls. You and I keep it one hundred, Rod. But Rod's like I am. I give Rick Barnes a lot of credit for this. People don't want to hear that, Matt. They just don't. Because they want to live in the past because it fits their narrative and their stars. And I'm going to criticize Rick Barnes. Let me tell you something. This guy's learned. This guy learned. Willie Martinez now, Matt, is to the point where he's going to have to play a bunch of redshirt freshmen next year and a couple of young sophomores in that secondary. And I, for one, have time for it. Because I will ask the Living Vol fan, well, first of all, here's the thing about the bowl game. How are you going to know who's back there and who's not when you're playing Iowa? Matt, would you please explain to the living listener that mostly watches Tennessee games or Southeastern Conference games what kind of passing attack we're going to see on Iowa. Hold that thought. We'll do this when we come back. I mean, I don't know. How will you know, as a great Whitney Houston wants it? How are you going to know? I mean, how are you going to know what you're looking at? Talk about a great game to break a bunch of kids in and get some confidence. Now, I'm not sure, and I'm going to get to this with Dixon and the living listener. I'm not sure this is a game you want to throw Nico in to the deep end in, like some people do, including myself. I'm still not sure it's what you want to do, though. And then we'll get into some of the portal stuff. i gotta, I got to make a few calls here as we continue after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert. 
Columbia, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Greetings, it's Rick from Tillis Jewelry. With Christmas just around the corner, we are here to make your gift giving a breeze. Starting December 4th, we are extending our store hours to better serve you. Find us open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Whether you're after something timeless or trendy, Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia is your holiday gift giving headquarters. Make this season extra special by visiting us during our extended hours. Tillis Jewelry, where holiday magic happens. See you soon. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Elevate your day at Old School Vapor. Check out our selection of disposables like Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary, Breeze, and more. Enjoy 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase and 20% off everything else. With every $20 Club 13 purchase, snag a chance to win a Rad Runner e-bike. And for Exodus lovers, every purchase gets you a ticket to win an Xbox Series S. Check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. TB, back with you. I was uh, sharing with Matt Dixon, and I made a couple calls to a couple sources during the break, just checking around on this. Uh, Portal Mania, obviously we are the 20th is, is fast approaching here in terms of signing day, and I was talking to X the other day. X, C, and myself might do a um, uh, an X cast coming up here momentarily. We were talking about that. Portal Mania is running wild, and it's it's wild and crazy. Matt is coming with some different perspective here, which is an interesting thing. And Matt, your message is focus on what you have and not what you don't. Is that what you're is that what you were saying in the first segment? Well, just I I don't see the the outrage and over the kind of lack of the portal activity to date because again, a lot of the guys in the portal are are just kind of guys. They're not really difference makers. Now there are a few, and and if you can get in on them, you obviously do, but. I think it's just as important and maybe more important that you've had a bunch of veteran players, especially along the line of scrimmage, who are coming back next year. And, you know, I, I just think that that's a really big deal, especially with a with a young quarterback, uh, to have those linemen back. And then defensively, I, you know, I think that's your only kind of really good position group on that side of the ball. So you can never have enough bodies there. So I, I just think that that's, those are really big deals to get, guys back that if they if Tennessee had gotten those players like that in the portal it would be a huge deal and we would all be really excited but when they're from our own roster we kind of just you know gloss over it and the thought is that um, one of my sources I just talked to said that the two that went into the portal yesterday to Marion McDonald who was the other one the other veteran that went in yesterday Tennessee probably uh, would be open to bringing those guys back. And those guys are angling for some dough. 
And like a guy like McDonald, he's in there to see what his market value is. Which we wrote about that before the portal opened. And I guess talked about it here, but it's at least uh, Throaty I know wrote about it. That was an expectation that those guys had communicated with Tennessee. And they're, you know, they're kind of communicating through this. And I, for one, I'm for the clean sweep. Matt, you bring a McDonald back if you're you're the Vols, because he, he I I was just told a second ago that it's it's more than a way more than a fifty fifty proposition that he's gone, so it's not like it's straddling the fence. But there's still a chance he comes back, but at this point, it's way more than a fifty fifty proposition. He goes. I wouldn't really recruit him or or push hard to have him come back. I would let him go test the market and if he comes back to you then I guess you can take him back but I wouldn't you know necessarily try to re-recruit him back but to your point Matt it looked like like last year right not last year back in the season and really back in the summer we were talking about Nico in 2024 and the fact that Tennessee had an offensive line class of guys that they were going to count on that were going to come online here, the Addison Nicholses of the world and that kid that just, um, great name, Mo Clipper. Good gosh, that's a wrestling name. He just committed to uh, Charlotte. I don't know where Addison Nichols will end up. But, but the truth is we were talking about how it looked at one point like, hey, Tennessee might be re- replacing their entire offensive line. And let's do this in real time, Matt. So Mincy is back as per last night, which I think that's aided in the fact that Tennessee did not get that five-star tackle a week ago, who shocked us all on here, which I guess would have been Thursday of last week, kind of shocked the world and went to Colorado. And who else is back, Matt? Let's let's do this across the board. It looks like Mays is back. John Campbell announced he's coming back. John Campbell, that's huge. And then Spragans, you know, he got hurt in the air. He didn't participate in Senior Day, which I think was a little surprising. Uh, I mean, we haven't heard anything about him, but I think he's. It's probably leaning towards him coming back as well. So he, all four of the guys that had eligibility remaining that started are potentially or likely coming back and so if that occurs and then we've already told you about the kid that's going to be an interior offensive lineman vice and clubber lang i mean this is about as good of an income uh, an outcome as you could expect now do i think their transfer portal action to this point's up to snuff probably not but to matt's point it's very fortunate for them that their starters are not high, 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 high grade NFL prospects. You're almost aided by that. In a way, and, and this was not done on by design, but in a way you catch a break that you've threaded that needle in the modern era. And the needle is guys that can be program guys, Guys that can be building blocks, people that are solid, all those guys are solid people 
who you can win football games with, and you don't have to worry about disrupting your chemistry. And so behind the scenes, what Tennessee's done is they're taking care of these people, which fans don't call that a win, Matt. You are right about that, and I neglect to even look at that that way. But you're, you, are, you make a great point, because now you're going to bring, if Spragans comes back, and again, none of those guys are what you'd call like, not, I'm not sure how many of them are high-level college football players, quite frankly. They're pretty good players. But compared to the Georgias and the Alabamas of the world, um, granted, Alabama, when we played them, would have used any of our tackles and maybe a couple of backups the way they were going. But they somehow figured it out and got better by the end of the year. We'll go to the phones. 865-200-5402. Does Matt bring up a good point? Again, 865-200-5402. And is perspective in order here? We'll go to the phones. If you want to jump in with us and have a thought on anything that we're discussing... We'd love to hear from you. It's uh, portal mania, and ladies and germs, it is running wild. Hello and welcome in as the Tennessee basketball team gets a break tonight, a much-needed break. We'll be on with Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime uh, after that one. Hello and welcome into our call. Hi, sorry, Donner. Hey, Philadelphia. Welcome in, brother. How are you and Matt and uh, Ron doing? Great day to be alive, Philly. Hope you're well, man. Yeah. I watched that Oler come back last night, and I was kind of entertaining on it. Philly, when you watch a team come back from two touchdowns in the pro game in in under three minutes and win in, in regulation, that oh, seems impossible, by the way, with, Phil. Without an onside kick recovery. That's what I'm saying. With, without without an, an onside kick. kick because the coach in Capri's over there, the guy that wears Capri's on the sidelines, um... Philly, they had a seven-second drive. What are you yeah. doing, Phil? Uh, Miami wouldn't prevent defense a bit too soon, didn't it? Prevent offense? Seven <laughs> seconds? <laughs> oh, Lord, it's funny. But uh, Tony's recruiting, uh, yep. Matt made a good point, but we still have Millie, uh, Willie Martinez coaching the secondary. I don't care what kind of talent you got back there. Uh, his history is pretty much a known commodity all over the SEC. Matt, it seems like they're leaning toward, because Bryce, he was on here talking about the scuttlebutt in the coaching community, was that um, Willie Moe was going to retire. The, the, the latest I'm hearing is that everybody's going to be extended on this entire coaching staff, which drives some people crazy because we got people out there targeting our tight end coach. Now I'm talking about our fans. Willie Martinez wasn't like the last time he was here, Philly, let alone this time. Sean Sinclair says they teach their guys to not turn around. They're the one. They're one of the few teams in college football that are a living, breathing, throw the ball over me, and I'm not even going to look back for the ball. Uh, <laughs> and and. Truly, Willie Martinez, our fan base is sick of him, Phil. Well, do you remember uh, Willie Martinez, his defense coordinator at Georgia? Didn't go very well down there either. They had a, a, a lot of talent. 
Probably no. And he kind of ended up on Hypel staff at Central Florida because he kind of washed out of the SEC. I mean, if we're going to yeah. call it what it is. Yet, at Central Florida, he's the one guy that produced NFL football players. They had three of them that went yeah. on and played in the NFL. So you got you got to say that's true. He did do that. Well, one thing about that, we got to give a skull can some credit because uh, most of these players that are, that are producing for Hypel are skull can recruits. And uh, uh, all honesty, uh, after after this year coming up, it's, it's complete Josh Hoppel ball players. Yeah, it's a little bit of a concern that they still have some. They they still have a bunch of Scully guys over there. I'll I will agree with that. Uh, you know, the the thing about Hypel has always been Phil. Can he grocery shop? Can he do it? Can he put together a roster at this level? Look, they've got the money, and they've got the fan hunger and the fan interest. But when you've got an Oklahoma and a Texas coming into your league, and you start doing the math on that 12-team playoff, and that ought to be your goal. Your goal ought to be to get to that 12. That doesn't mean you should get there every year or you're going to face termination or any of that. But... Man, when you start doing the math, it's a lot harder to get to that 12-team playoff than meets the eye. Because 12 teams isn't 12 teams. It's really it's really in this league several teams fighting for the other two spots. Because Georgia and Alabama are going every year, Phil. And how many spots yeah. is this league going to get? I mean, let's Three just say four. it out loud. Maybe, maybe four, yeah. right, on a good year? I just hope he don't turn out to be like Dan Mullen, you know, have a great year and then, you know, fall flat on his face. Matt, is that a concern of yours that this guy could track like Mullen due to the recruiting issue? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think they're, they're pretty similar in that aspect. Now, Mullen didn't help himself by the way he, he handled press conferences and, and some of his comments. That didn't, that probably furthered his, you know, cause to get yeah. fired. But and that but that's where you hope that your collective and your NIL program can kind of elevate that, um, and then kind of maybe overcome some of those shortcomings that Hypel and his staff have in recruiting, and just that the overall the the cutthroatness that SEC football is. I'm not sure Hypel is is that kind of coach or or really that kind of guy. Just you know personally, I, I got like you have to make some really tough decisions with coaches and, and players, and it's a cutthroat league, and I'm, I'm not sure Heupel's quite 100% committed to being that kind of coach yet. And, and, you know, Phil, a lot of these guys that are so scheme-oriented and feel like their scheme can carry them might not feel the need to get out there like Saban and, and Kirby Smart and beat the bushes. Well. Yeah. Then you're not going to win, man. That's the bottom line. Uh, wow. I mean, Tennessee's got the top five in NIL, right? They got the top five recruiting budget. They spend as much as anybody. It's been alleged. Georgia's the only team that spends more money in their football recruiting than yep. Tennessee does. I think that's been alleged. Yep. And and the bottom line is they just don't have the uh, the uh, coaches that can recruit good enough. Now, Rodney Garner's the only hard gun on that staff that I know of, and he's getting old. Well, yeah, they don't have an exemplary recruiting staff. I agree with that. And on offense, they have really struggled. 
And the tight end coach, I think you brought it up. He, he's brought nobody in, right? Well, he's drawing the ire of the fans after the week he's had. And, you know, I, I, look, I don't know enough about that, but there are people that don't don't feel like that was a smart hire by hype while hiring within a kid with a paper-thin resume. Well, look on the positive side. we got the basketball team tonight, and if they can win these next two games and win that till SEC play, they'd be, what, 10-3 and three going to SEC play. So really, that wouldn't be too bad, considering they played a pretty tough schedule. Philly, this basketball team, people don't want to hear this, but the high end of these guys, think about this. You get ZZ healthier as the year goes along. In the next few games, they're going to introduce DeLeon, and we're going to see what kind of player he is. Because I, I was, I got downloaded on him uh, last night and was told that, man, this guy can score from so many angles. Well, did you got something on, on your uh, internet so I can look at it? Yeah, I did. I wrote a breakdown. Yeah. He's, he's a slithering scorer. Now, they say he's got kind of a flat arc to his J, but he, he can still hit three-pointers. But his stock and trade is going to be backing down on guys, getting in the lane on guys, creating shots around the rim, um, and he's pretty good on defense. The word on him, though, is that he struggles with concepts early on on offense and defense. But Barnes loves him because he goes a million miles an hour. He plays really hard. Yeah, and obviously yeah. we didn't see that, Phil, when, when his, with his feet issue because when you can barely stand up, you're not going to see that from a guy. Um, well, let me ask you this. This kid tonight that comes down at 530, that Tennessee's and probably another Rod Clark silver medal. Or Aaron Rowe? Yes. Tennessee internally feels like really? that they are closer than they ever thought they would be. Now, they do think Philly, when I say 5, I mean 530 Eastern, they do think uh, Philly that, and and who knows, uh, but they do think they're in it, and they never thought they'd be in it because the kid's from Columbia, Missouri, and he's been there a million times, and he basically lives right near the campus. And it's a hell of a job by Rod Clark and Tennessee just to get this far with him, in my opinion. But it it looks like Rod Clark's going to win another silver medal here, Phil, but who knows because he's got a bunch of silver medals now. Well, isn't uh this kid went to the, uh, the same uh, place that uh, Kenyon Chandler went, Julian Phillips went, and Cade Phillips, Cade Phillips and that's Cameron right. Carr all went to that Link Academy, right? That's, that's correct. So Tennessee does have an end there. only problem is Rod Clark is yet to get a great player since he's been here. Well, he's a king of the that's Silvers. The yeah, he's a king of the Silvers. He would be Phil Silvers uh, in another life. Huh. It's just like Tennessee sports, you know See. Oh. That's a cheap shot. 865-200-5402. The upside, and I want to get into this quarterback situation with Matt and ask him about the secondary play against Iowa because you're looking at playing a bunch of kids against Iowa. 865-200-5402. The Brazil kid whose father played for the Cowboys from Tulane visited yesterday. We'll see. Very good wide receiver. Long, lengthy kid. Can play the game. We'll see what happens. 
865-200-5402. Our due occurs on the other side. Always good to hear from the Mayor de Sono. No doubt when we're putting together that ballot for the Call of Fame, no doubt a name that will appear maybe a few times as it does in Chicago back in the day. Because as we say around here, vote early, vote often. More after this. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. 
I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. It's a memory-making time of year. This is Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. Many years ago, as a little girl, I remember my mother receiving several packages in the mail. That was odd at our house. It was just a couple of weeks before Christmas. She put them away. I learned later that my dad had won a catalog shopping spree by selling the most cars the previous month. We were five young children and had just moved to Nashville from Illinois. It had been a tough year. About three days before Christmas, my mother started bringing out the toys one at a time. I remember her sheer delight as she presented each one to us. You see, we didn't know what was in the packages, but Mother did, and she couldn't wait to give the toys to us. I know now that the true joy was in the giving. I hope during this holiday season and in the new year that every one of us will experience the true joy of giving whatever we have to give. From our house to yours, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas and a joy-filled, prosperous New Year. Bring in the New Year with Rubik's Groove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside-of-the-box 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high-energy, character-driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip-hop, characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to themulehouse.com. That's themulehouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve. This is Del Kennedy. Today I am in beautiful downtown Columbia at Foodland. It's bright, it's airy, it's stocked with everything you can imagine wanting to have in a grocery store. Its meat department is widely known as the best in the county. I'm talking with Miles Johnson, who is your local hometown grocer. Miles, what's going on at Foodland this week? Well, this week we have a normal whole week ad, which includes New York strip steaks, $4.99 a pound, assorted pork chops, $1.69 a pound, eight pound bag jumbo russets, $3.99 each, Domino sugar, two for seven, and Coca Cola 12 packs, three for 12. And as always, your weekly specials will run through next Wednesday, correct? That is correct. All right, again, Delp Kennedy with Miles Johnson, your hometown grocer, Foodland. Come see him. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. We were just talking amongst ourselves. Brian Hartman would like to introduce something to the living listener and into our forum today on the show day record. Brian, and that is... I like to hear from people who are going to the bowl game and I want to know, you know, why they're going. And if those, if there's people out there who normally would have gone, but aren't going, why they're not going. 
So I would kind of like to know from here from somebody who actually plans to go down there for that. Matt, are you going? Uh, I am not. No. The the next football trip we're taking is going to be to Norman next. Boom. Um, Storm and Norman's famous I just, ice. The hey, opponent doesn't Richie excite you at all. It's just an awful opponent. And Over the just... Vol Market number three. My Penn State brother, when we saw the draw, he said, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I said, come again. He says, oh, man, you don't know this yet, but preparing for a Iowa game, just as a fan, the thought you're going to play them is like going into a black hole. You will feel nothing. For instance, Matt, uh, great game to play all your safety, to play all your uh, freshmen DBs, yes or no? Describe to the living listener how challenged our DBs will be in this game. Uh, well, hopefully not at all because I believe Iowa has the worst passing game in the country. Uh, there, there might be one or two of the service academies that average less yards, but Iowa has the worst passing game in college football. Just absolutely brutal. I think their quarterback threw for over 160 yards in like one game this year, maybe two. Wow. I think they, I want to say they average, I think it's like 121 passing yards per game. They're just bad. I mean, it, it's, they're just not any good offensively, and they don't try to be. Yeah, that's what our, uh, that's what the one guy that we had on here last week said. He said they, they almost at this point, wear their unoffensiveness as a badge of honor. A badge of honor. Hey, we can go out and beat you playing defense. How many games they win in that league? Is it 10 wins? That's a 10-win team? They won 10 games in their division. Wow. It's like the Army-Navy game, which I would love to play in the Army-Navy game. Um. All right, so we'll go back to our phones. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. For some reason, my phone's ringing off the hook. Let me let me do that. If you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us, we'd love to hear from you. We'll go back to our TLG D Logistics phone lines. It's hour two. It's a kind of a sleepy December day. The Vols are playing Georgia Southern tonight. We'll be on with you. T-Club.team with Garza Law, Tennessee Basketball Overtime, presented by Marcos Garza, your Garza Law Firm. I just told you on Zen Sports, of all are a favorite in the 30-point range. And the point total was what, Brian, tonight's game? Un-Iowa-esque? It's gone up to 34-and-a-half. The line starts, so people are betting the Vols, which is smart. I mean, I literally would bet Tennessee up to 37 or 38 in this game. They're going to beat this team by 50 points tonight. Yeah. And they're going to play a lot of people doing it, too. It's a chance to kind of, you know, ease the seat back. Sometimes you want to rest between your legs. I think think the Vols under Barnes have lost one true bye game the entire time he's been here, if that's 
I think that's right. He let by games be by games. Who was the loss? Was it Chattanooga that one year? I think it might have been Chattanooga that year. They were yeah. they came in picked to win their league, so it yeah. wasn't really something that would shock too many people. To the phones we go. I think that's when Davy Boy Blackburn was down there as AD. That's when uh, Tennessee was kind of rebuilding. I think a little bit yeah. after you know, when Barnes just got here. So yeah. we can rebuild you. We have the technology. That didn't shock many people. Faster, stronger. So here's the question. Are Brian Hartman's asking, are you going to the bowl game? And then on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your level of excitement for this bowl game? Because we were thinking about it during the timeout. And we've spent 15 minutes of approximately 21 hours of broadcasting since the bowl game was announced talking about the bowl game other than the bowl game special that we did. And on the bowl game special we did, for the first time in the history of bowl game specials, we didn't get a phone call. Now, Matt, were you in here for that? Because that thing was met with an absolute thud when we saw the announcement. You were here, you and Kyle. We didn't get a phone call, Matt. Do you remember that? I do. It was me and Ewad, and and we did not. Yeah, Ewad was the only phone call. I thought... These people hate me all of a sudden. He hate me, Rod Smart. He hate I think me, Rod Smart. Also on a Sunday afternoon. From the original XFL. No, Bri. Yeah. Usually when we've done when we've done these uh bowl specials, we've had calls. People excited. Hey, there's a matchup. We get to and by the way, we're getting to go up a few notches. We're gonna play on New Year's Day. Where's the pop? Where's the juice? Where's the energy? You know where it's gone? It's gone into that black hole created by that overpaid coach at Iowa who had a son on the payroll. Crime pays, and so does nepotism. That guy was that guy. Mm. His son's a multimillionaire now. And, and Peggy, you keep sitting there moaning and groaning and laughing. I'm loving. You're just you just keep doing what you. Hey Matt, what is the deal here? What oh do you tell me, Matt Dixon, what the deal is? You're not going to a bowl game, Dixon? Oh, my God. I mean, is the, is the, Mississippi, River, is the Mississippi River going to flow backwards, Dixon? What do you mean you're not going to a bowl game? Dixon, talk to oh, me. I'm, no, it's just, it doesn't, there's no excitement about it. Uh, it's, I, I mean, it's just a trip that's not worth taking in my opinion or at least for us it's not eric waddell's not gonna like you saying that he's like a, what uh, let me ask this yeah. question yes if you all know for sure for positive for sure that nico would be starting would you go now we're now we're with easy and we're talking some stuff Go ahead, uh, Brian Hartman. What if I were to tell the living listener right now that Nico is going to start and play? Matt, what percentage all of a sudden become much more interested in the bowl game? How much of this, Matt, is one more turn around the wheel for Joe Milton, Matt, with Iowa in the equation? Now, be honest. I, I think there would be more, a little bit more excitement if Nico was, was going to be the starting quarterback. My Maybe God. a decent bit more. I would be pumped. That would jack me all up. Fun okay, new, point two. Our child prodigy, Peggy, was going to play. <laughs> point two, Tony. <laughs> I get so tickled. I, I thought too long, I'd lose my place because I'd get tickled. 
Okay, let me check. I've been. You was asking. Y'all was really talking about uh, the portal yep. and this guy that you are thinking it was going to get. Uh, I believe he was talking about it's last Monday or Tuesday. It's like a big deal. His name was Holden, and it was. Oh. Stays, and Hold- y'all were saying stay and go. Did yeah. he stay or Bino go? Yeah, Bino said that. Bino said Holden stays. He said that's a great name in 2023 for a guy that jumps into the transfer portal. Because Bino said when Holden stays, doesn't stay at Notre Dame, you got issues with the transfer portal. Um, Peggy Holden stays, came on Tennessee's campus. He was here briefly. He met with some folks. He got a little look around. Uh, he'd been there and done that. He's a blocking first tight end. He's going to take a couple more visits. He's going to let Tennessee know what his decision is. I think they thought he was going to come in and they were going to lock him down and show him the cash and the satchel, uh, but it didn't work that way, Peggy. just didn't work that way. Uh, well, I, I thought, I said, I know, I heard some talk about another holding. And I asked you, I said, have you heard about that kid? His name's Holden Caulfield. Do you remember, do you remember me asking you about somebody? Yeah, but Peggy, I, my mind is like a sieve. Okay, well, does that name ring a bell with you? Matt, who is Holden Caulfield? Why should I know Holden Caulfield and Brian Hartman, who's really good at this? Because Brian has a yeah. Brian has a super duper computer somebody brain. Would... <laughs> Brian, who's Holden Caulfield? Caulfield. Because I made a joke when Bino said that, and I said, "Well, good night, Holden." I when you get Holden Caulfield. Um, and Matt, do you know who Holden Caulfield is? Because she's lost. He me was with a this. catcher. He was a catcher. <laughs> a catcher uh, where? Probably up in Connecticut. I gotta look this up now, Peggy. If this guy caught at a place like Connecticut, I'm gonna like freak out right yeah. here on the air. I'm gonna have a. I mean, I figure somebody's a catcher could be in a good position to be a a good offensive lineman. Oh, field. C-A-U-L. And I believe his dad's name's J.D. Salinger. Holden Coffey. (laughs) (laughs) She did it to us, Matt. I thought that to myself. Peggy just set us up. Brian, you illiterate, Holden Caulfield is a fictional character in J.D. Salinger's Catcher in the Rye. Brian, you unread, unwashed maggot. (laughs) And Matt Dixon, you simple-minded, sports-minded simpleton. And Basilio, you one-dimensional, flat Stanley clown. Oh my God! Guilty as charged. Oh Lord, I'm y'all. I you know what? Laura, Laura just texted me and she said, "Tony, you are an unread embarrassment. You need to quit <laughs> reading your mob books." <laughs> I will say you this, Peggy. I I am not a fiction reader. I've I I just never spoke to me. I'm going to read biographies like right well, now. Well, you know I ain't yeah. touched either. But about everybody, you know, I had to look at because I thought Holden I've never Caulfield. read that. But you hear it so much, yes. I thought I would at least 
know the highlights of it, so I know what right. it's about. Let me ask Matt Dixon. Did that ring a bell with you, Holden Caulfield? Oh, Matt my Matt Dixon, did that ring a bell with you? Tell the truth, Matt. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian right Hart, catcher in the ride, JD Salinger, Brian, did that ring a bell with you? I've heard of I've heard of that, but I've never. You know, I don't that's remember who used uh, Hinkley when he shot. Uh, which one I'm shot? Lennon was that Hinkley? Or uh, David John David Chapman. John David Chapman from he Hawaii. He was catcher in the ride. Wow. So Hinkley when he shot uh, Reagan. So I thought, what is it? It's about Which, a 16-year-old no, Was it John kid. David Chapman or Hankley? Uh, Chapman's when it shot, attempted to kill Ray. And then which one used the, which one used the, no? Both of them. Both Hinkley, of them had copies of Catcher in the Rock. Hankley attempted to kill Reagan. Yeah. Chapman killed Lennon right outside the Dakota right. Apartments. And the Dakota, and that is one creepy. Of them said it's you go right to the spot, New York City. Jody Foster, That's right. That you. would have been the the guy Hankley. that attempted to kill Reagan. And I, I remember that. Peggy, where were you when that happened? I remember where I was. I was in uh, eighth grade, St. Pat's School, which is now shuttered on the outskirts of Philadelphia. Where were you? They wheeled a... Working in Gatlinburg. All right, tell me about the day, what you remember. Because we, we didn't realize how close to death that Reagan was. Reagan almost died in the car. They had to perform an emergency surgery on him and some, some really quick decision hey, I making. remember seeing the footage of it, but you know, this will blow your mind. Yep. I, I remember seeing, I was watching TV... On November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, wow. uh, I was five. My mama was ironing. She was watching as the world turns. She was watching as the world turns, and yep. it stopped. And so that's like pretty much my very first memory because we watched it for days. Peggy, if you go on YouTube and you look up JFK assassination as it happened, and mm-hmm. put in as the world turns in your deal. My yeah. guy David Bonpeen has the exact scene. Oh yeah, I've watched I've it many YouTube, times. The, yes. you can still find all kinds of stuff yes. on our country. But guys, when Bino, what made me think of that joke? I couldn't help myself when Bino, you know, said that Holden uh, and this guy was from supposed to be from Connecticut. So right away, I couldn't think. I thought Holden Caulfield, but it was Holden Stays. And then he made a joke about it, and you said, I usually catch all of your little, uh, you know, inside jokes or whatever about stuff like that. And so then I asked you, I said, but I just, I said, I asked you very seriously, I said, well, what about Holden Caulfield? It was like spending you, you, and Bino, you asked him first. Well, I can promise you, that simpleton Bino, he, (laughs) he, that went. You talk about something that went over a guy's head. Oh, Lord. Jeez. You know, but it, no, they've ever made a movie out of it, you know, and it's just this angst-filled boy that's 16, and he's coming of age, and he hates everything and everybody, and he's he gets expelled from a prep school, so he wanders around the streets of New York, you know, yeah. thinking to himself and wearing a hunting cap, one of those red and black hunting caps. He gro- you know what he grows so, up to be? Peggy, what? he grows up to be a post-game caller 
po- uh, a Garza Law fifth quarter post game caller. That's what he grows up to be. And Peggy, oh, I thank oh. you for the call. And now he's uh, and now he's uh, a guy that uh, hates Rick Barnes. Holden Caulfield. Who knew Holden Caulfield's in our audience, Matt? Meeting a description of several different people. Let's go to the phones. Peggy, set us up, Matt. Your thoughts on that? Generally, I'm the one doing the setting here. She set us up. Yeah, yeah. She she pulled one over on us. And so. the and the literate really really put it on Bino. The literate in the audience knew that the illits were getting set up, and I'm guilty as charged when it comes to that kind of stuff. Hello and welcome in. To our next call, I had a literature class in school, and the only reason I passed it, the final exam, is that the teacher at Tennessee overslept for the exam, didn't show up, came in 90 minutes late. I had already left the classroom. The ombudsman from the school called me and said, were you there? I said, I absolutely was there. I left 50 minutes in. They said, well, that is in the, that is in whatever that the book was at the time. Those are the rules. He called me and said, were you prepared for this exam? And I said, <laughs> I said, in true Tony B fashion, I said, well, I mean, does my track record show that I would be prepared? I'll never forget that as long as I live. Um, and I had zero chance on the exam. Hello and welcome into our next call. And I got a B plus on it. Hello and welcome in. Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, Indo. Welcome in, Indonesia. I'll try to get over his knee replacement. They worked me out pretty good in my first physical therapy yesterday. Boy, I'm hurting like Woo! Boy, I'll tell you, you had a knee replacement? That is, uh, that's tough sledding right there, brother. My best to you. Yeah. I'll get through it, though. Only the strong survive. Hey, Tony, you talking about that nepotism deal? Yep. (laughs) That's a... Holly Jolly's doing pretty good over here. <clears throat> How much her husband make? Brian, do you know Kelly uh, Kelly Jolly Harper's husband? Oh, uh, Coach Harper. Uh, he makes about I eight. Say I think probably in the range of maybe three hundred to five hundred k a year, maybe. Yeah, they're they're probably knocking down one point two million pretty conservatively out of. Uh, I would guess. Yeah, which is probably a little overpaid, considering sheep. They're averaging. We were talking yesterday, Brian. What what kind of crowds are they getting at this point? I would I would think probably around. They'd be lucky to draw five thousand people a game, especially to some of those games that they're playing. Not a very good team, like yesterday or Sunday. Yeah, good looking woman like her marriage a man. That's not gonna go over good with that crowd. But anyway, let's move on. I hope that keeper, he's pretty to look at. And, and let's, let's face it, like basketball doesn't matter anyway. But, uh, Tony, what's alarming me about Josh Heupel? Yeah. Some of these things that he does, he just reminds me of Phil Fulmer. I mean, refusal to ever, he's never fired a coach. Yes. And, and let's face it. Well, when Willie Moe's contract is up, right, and you keep that guy, knowing he can't coach, 
And knowing that uh, your, your fan base, I mean, they teed it up for him to get rid of. That, that's teed up for Hopple. And he still won't take advantage of it. I mean, we we don't stuff. know that yet. Let's wait. Let, let's, well, let's watch and see it play out. We don't know that yet. We'll see. Well, I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, Tony, but I think this thing's a house of cars, and I think it's getting ready to come down. Well, like and, Matt said, if after this year your safety net of all these COVID seniors, which is really kind of a safety net here, is getting ready to get pulled out from under you, so you better have some ball players waiting in the wings, because you've got it going to have a great quarterback around these young guys or around the team you're going to have. So, got to land some people. Should have been getting our quarterback ready this year, but we we, we wasted that away. Yes. But, uh, let's uh, let's just hope Danny White will call up there to Lynchburg and tell Jamie Chadwell just stay put for another year, another year or so, and, and uh, we'll be giving you a call. Danny White's not thinking about firing any football coach. You know why? Because the minute his football coach goes, you know what happens to him? He goes right on the clock. So Not, not, not if he makes a great hire like Jamie Chadwell. Well, the minute your coach goes out the door, like the guy at Florida, the minute that your head football coach goes out the door, you go right on the clock, just like what happened at Auburn. Alan Green made a disastrous hire, even though he probably didn't do it, but it was on his watch. And the Brian Harson guy, the minute he went out the door, Alan Green was on borrowed time. And Danny White saw that and made room for him at Tennessee by jettisoning Monica LeBron, who was very, 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 very ill thought of over there by folks. But Tony, me and you both know that Jamie Chadwell is a is a can't miss hire. Matt, do you believe Jamie Chadwell, if he had an opportunity like a Tennessee or a Florida a place like that, could he win Matt Dixon? In your opinion, would that offense play in one of those places? I think it would. I think he'd be a really a really good hire for somebody. And one uh, thing we know about him, he's in a good spot at Liberty where they're paying him really really well, yes. so he doesn't have. And he can be selective and not jump at the first, you know, power five job that offers him. I think Mississippi State even talked to him this last cycle. Yes, and he was not interested. No, he knows he's going to get something better, like a Tennessee or Florida. Yeah, he would be uh, – he'd scare me at Florida, and here's why. I know he's going to do whatever he needs to do to get football players. Jamie Chadwell, he'd play for keeps because he might not make it back, to quote the great John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Did you like one of Dead or Alive, Jeeker? That's a great tune, man. Absolutely. And that is a great line. I play for keeps because I might not make it back. That's a great, great line. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll take it easy. You're my boy, Jacardio. Jacardio's got a new coach he loves, Matt. Let me see if you caught it. Brian, did you catch it? Jacardio's got a new coach. I believe it's. Uh, I believe he has broken up with George Quarles and has entered in a relationship with Jamie Chadwell. <laughs> so we have to change his name to <laughs> JCF instead of GQF. He'll have to be JCF. Now, what does JCF stand for? Jamie Chadwell fan. Wow, that's not a bad thing. JCF, Jeeker. I wonder, wonder if Jamie Chadwell has ever met John Gruden. Get some new T-shirts printed. 
John Gruden, who got involved with the Indiana job for a hot minute. By the way, Eric Kane of VolQuest, the incomparable Eric Kane, bow your head. He says the following on uh, Twitter. Transfer portal wide out. Chris Brazell, seven, spoke with VolQuest. After his official visit to Tennessee, and he said the following. They probably have one of the best quarterbacks in the nation right now. So that was the appeal they, they, they gave him. You come in here and play with this guy. Look, I think Tennessee is gonna gonna get players out of the portal. The the goal is to be a better football team and maybe a much better football team than when you entered portal season. We'll say. I'm keeping an open mind here. I'm keeping the light on for you. Tom Badat, Motel Six. Let's go back to the phones. And, you know, yeah. another thing, we keep talking about the portal kind of being the one-way deal. Um, and you mentioned this right when the portal opened was that, James, you know, James Pierce was, was kind of being courted by some schools. And he hasn't entered the portal yet, nope. which I think is a good sign. And, and, you know, that'd be a guy, that's a guy that I think has got first-round potential, like high high NFL value next year. So, you know, if you get a, a guy like him to stay – um, I think that's another kind of major portal win because there's not many pass rushers in the portal that are as good as him. There's no Maybe question there might about not it. Be any. No question about it. He would be, if he went into the portal, obviously he's not coming up from a lower level, but he would be this year's Jared Verse. He would have that kind of impact on somebody in the open market. And I do believe there have been uh, programs um, pulling at him. Dylan Sampson's another one, Matt. Programs have been pulling at him. And I don't blame him. Because here's the deal with Dylan Sampson. Now, Pierce, not so much. Pierce has gotten ample opportunity to shine. But if you're on the outside looking in, I can believe teams have been contacting Dylan Sampson because I'd be going, hey, hey son, we know you have incredible ability. We'll build our offense around you. Come on down to wherever. But let's go back to our phones. And that's a great point by you, Matt. Another day that Pierce stays out of the portal, and if you can get through to the other side with him and your and that and that defensive end for next season, Amen, Matt. Hello and welcome into our next call. Good day, Tony. Good day to you. So you were talking about why the bowl attendance isn't intriguing as much as well. You, I just think years? that the bowl, the hype around the bowl. We've literally talked fifteen minutes about it since it was announced. What do you think? What's going on here? I think it's the combination of, as y'all stated, if Nico was playing, it might be more intriguing. But I think this day and time for the common fan, and I think it's about budget. It's people choose their budget of, okay, do I want to go spend $2,000 in Orlando for a few days, or do I need to survive? What That's about what that, Matt? What about the fact that our uh, – that the inflation out there and and the tough times on the common fan that might have gone to something like this to drop the dime 10 years ago it's just not there now what do you think of that matt no i, I think that's a big factor as well you, you know if you have if you have kids and you go to orlando you would expect to go to disney world and i mean i'm sure the prices are astronomical to get in there especially around the holidays and the, just the time so i i think that's a big factor as well 
It's not a mini vacation. That's a vacation budget. I mean, I'm going to think you'd have to, like you just said, man, if you drop, take kids, you're going to drop three grand easy. Yep. And is it, it's not so much about the bowl game. It's about thing. Do I really want to do that or do I want to go on vacation for the summer? I remember my bowl game, well, in my bowl game covering days, I remember distinctly because it stayed with me. This is coming back from Dallas. I was talking to somebody on the airplane, and they said, and this is when Tennessee went down and laid an egg uh, with Kansas State. It was colder than the Dickens down. There was, like, spit and ice and snow. Matt, were you at that game? Spit and snow. Do you remember that? It was brutal down there. Matt, I was not. That was the the 2000, I guess, 2001 Cotton Ball 2000 season. Awful, awful, awful how cold it was. Well, anyway. We're, we're flying back, and a guy says, you know, we made a decision that rather than put new flooring down uh, in our uh, living room, we decided to go on this trip and look at that damn game. And the guy was really angry. And I was thinking, wow, that is dedication right there. And that's what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, and then I think that the tickets went up. Not the ticket price didn't go up, but the donation price went up this year. Oh yeah, yep. So every year it ain't going down. You know, thank you. Good, to- good call. The the thing that drives That's me a- crazy about college sports, the thing that drives me crazy is every year they get more and more money from television, and every year they ask more and more money from the fan. Why? If you're getting more and more money from television, budget yourself properly and quit killing the fans. Who are you already killing, by the way? Go ahead, Bry. What's interesting is that bowl game was sort of in a time where there was a lot of momentum. The national championship just happened two years before. Yep. And there was still a lot of hope and expectations in when you played in the bowl game. And still back then, I think bowl games sort of, meant more than they do now you didn't have players opting out so i think that explains why in that year you might have had more demand and plus i don't think they've been to the cotton bowl in a few years so just all those things come together it's a really good point and and which leads me to this i just wonder guys what the place of the bowl game is going to be when we get to the 12 team playoff matt asked earlier are we gonna have less of them and I think the answer is no to that. And the reason I think the answer is no is I just think there's a – I just think it's a great television product. Well, we've got more because you have all these group of five teams that have access to bowls now. I think that's one reason why we've increased it so much. One of the things that Adam Sparks uncovered, though, Bri, which I think is really interesting and worth watching, eventually these bowl games locally are just going to have to give the tickets away to have a decent crowd in the stands because schools aren't buying up allotments anymore. I think Adam Sparks wrote that Tennessee's allotment is like 2,500 tickets for this game, some some really minuscule number, which has fans, you know, because a lot of fans are going to go, uh, like a lot of folks go to church when the church doors open. They, a lot of fans will go dutifully. And they're wondering, where are all these, how come I can't get tickets through my school? Well, you can't get tickets through your school because your school's not buying them. Your school's not buying them because it's a money loser for them. Used to be, for Tennessee to play in a game like this, they'd have to buy, I don't know what the number was. Either one of you know, back in the day, Matt, what the number would have been? 15000 Like five grand, maybe? 
No, it's more than that. I, I think it's like 10, 10 to 15, yeah. depending on the bowl. 10 to 15. And then some years, Tennessee leveraged themselves into higher bowls by saying, we'll take 20. I remember those days. That's happened. You know, hey, we'll, you know. We'll, we'll. Plus, now a lot of schools have kind of outsourced their ticking to, you know, a, a you know, a, a site ticket master where they, yep. you know, get a little bit of a kickback, too. Eight six five two hundred. I hate Ticketmaster. God, eight, I wish they'd get eight six five eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Yeah, where well, you got to pay these exorbitant fees just just for some reason. Uh, I don't know, but it, the fees are insane in those sites. As we continue with more, we'll come, come back. We got a full bank. Want to hear from you? No doubt, heading for a TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime. It's a craze sweeping the nation. It's a Tuesday edition after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy Holidays. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. We live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM, 101.7 FM. 
get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Cato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB back with you. It is the one, the only, it's your Basilio show. Often imitated, never duplicated. And it is often imitated. But there is only one. You've tried the rest. You're with the best. 865-200-5402. I was checking the replies over here at Twitter Spaces. and Some of you are really fun, and some of you bring some great information. All of you are appreciated. Like SLC underscore Vol loves the He Hate Me reference that we dropped earlier. Rod Smart. Those Vols, Big Cat, 1218 says the following. FYI, Tennessee basketball has a number two ranked schedule strength coming into tonight. Kentucky's is number 70. My, how things have changed. Matt Dixon, didn't Kentucky used to play our schedule at one time when they played the Indianas, the Dukes, the North Carolinas of the world? What what happened to that? What happened they, to that, guys? Calipari just refuses to play Indiana, and they don't go on one of these things where they play a tournament somewhere like Maui. Coach Cal doesn't like to play in Maui and Atlantis, so they don't what? get that kind of opportunity. What? Well, they kidding? started. Lo- they started losing games in early in the season. When you you know flip this roster every year, they would lose you know two or three games early that first month or two of the season that they probably shouldn't. And then when you factor in those, plus they always play one or two, you know, kind of premier games, especially that to start the season, and they would always get, you know, drilled in those, so they got to start racking up wins and confidence now. Back to our phones we go, but so far they've played the likes of, this is just, I'm looking at their schedule here, so far they've played the likes of New Mexico State, T-A-M-U-C, whatever that is. They played Kansas. They played something called Stonehill. They played St. Joe's. They played Marshall. They played Miami, Florida, Miami in that ACC challenge. 
They played UNC Wilmington. They played Penn. Saturday, they play North Carolina. They play that Louisville bunch that can't get out of their own way. And then Illinois State. So while while they're playing North Carolina Saturday, we are going to be playing. And by the way, that game's being played in the State Farm Arena, which is where? Where's the State Farm Arena, Bri? It's a CBS game. That's a neutral site game, right? Uh, I think it's... Uh, is it Atlanta? No. We're playing in the, uh, a male-female uh, tournament this weekend where we're probably going to be lucky to tip off about 10.30 Eastern time because Jerry Colangelo rooked his buddy Rick Barnes into playing in this deal. And have you guys seen the game preceding ours, Matt O'Brien? It's two random teams. Two random teams. Random Bill. This is a uh, this is a completely random build on playing NC State in San Antonio at midnight who's the on Saturday. That doesn't. Who's the preceding game before ours? The game's on till about nine thirty Eastern. I don't even I don't even know. I'll be honest. Yeah, what is it? Like, what are we doing? I do know the Baylor women play to open the thing up, and they're going to get the clock all off. And then by the time they get to the second game, the clock will be off, which is how this works. And then by the time they get to the third game, it's supposed to tip off at 10. And I was told by somebody that organizes events like this, that thing will be lucky to tip off at 10.30, which means I'm taking my first call at 12.30, which means I need to have a position statement because if something ends after midnight, I don't need to be doing it. It's my vote. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tommy, Joshy boy. Wings. How are you guys doing? Hey, Joshy boy. Tony, uh, as bad as it sounds, I was hoping my Titans would have lost last night. I know that I, I had a couple Titan fans reach out to me and say, "Man, they these people really know how to ruin a good party." Like I'm over yeah. here just trying to, you know, get a pick, and I'm over here trying to do my thing. And uh, geez, Louise! By the way, the Vols playing San Antonio Saturday night. Yeah. Which, again, makes no sense. Makes no sense. With NC State uh, in San Antonio, the only thing that would have made the thing better is if they would have played Matt, the kid from NC State that used to be here, if they could have had that thing like in a higher altitude. Tone, are they going to do the court? Are they facing him? Is he playing? Yeah, he's playing, Bri. DJ Burns in the He's still there. Yeah, he's he's still there. And... He's a big old boy too. That dude is a big old dude now. Yeah, jo- Joshy boy, do you ever play the ponies when it comes to college hoops? Yeah, I do, Tone. I but uh, the court crew is going to have a really. Uh, they're going to have to play catch up because the San Antonio Spurs and Lakers play that Friday night. They're going to have to get the court redone. Josh, you ought to go treat yourself with all your winnings that you've had recently in this. In in your sports gambling, you ought to fly. You being a big Laker fan, you ought to fly down there see Wembyama and the. And oh, the uh, you don't listen to what I said. You said they play each other right there. I said they're going to have to redo the court after the game's over. I know, and I'm telling you, tournament. you need to go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'd rather take uh, Mister C out to dinner because he gave me three winners Saturday. Take the money. That you won from the three winners, or call C- Mr. C later, 
Get yeah. on the line with him. Get on his picks hotline and get you. Of course, he doesn't have a hotline. But get you three more winners this week, and then you and Artemis can take a trip down there. Is Artemis a Laker fan too? Uh, no. Interesting. But uh, I did bet on the Titans money line last night, Tony, on uh, that last drive when they scored. So you live bet it? What what number yeah, do you get live? Saying, it was still plus money. It was like plus 154. Wow. Money line. Yeah. I wonder how, money, how much money I could lose as emotional as I get watching sports. Uh, if I were to live bet during games, I would think that wouldn't be very pretty. Hey, Tone, you think uh, whenever Tyree Kill went down, it was a sign or for them, the Dolphins? Well, listen, I, I, this is how we started the show because all politics are local, and I'm going to relate it back to the Vols. Yeah. You, can, you can take a very good offense and make them extremely mediocre when you lose one great playmaker. Yeah. And... That's kind of what happened to us this year. Now, obviously, we don't have Tyree Kill on our roster. But by the end of the year, the team that began the year and the team that finished the year are two completely different things in terms of playmakers. And obviously, he's a special talent. Tyree Kill is. I got a I got a question from Mr. Matt Dixon. Dixie, uh, if Tennessee does get Brazil, how good of a jolt do you think he'll make uh, Tennessee's offense next year? Uh, I, I think he'd be a really nice addition and, and give you potentially a, another kind of at least a good SEC receiver, a guy who could make plays downfield and make some tough catches. Um, but, you know, we, we were all saying the same thing about Dante Thornton last year. I think he was a bigger get than Brazil would be, and Thornton didn't really have a have a great year. Um, now maybe he comes on next year, and maybe year two it clicks for him, but. I, I do think it's a re, it'd be a really nice pickup. I like the the multi year transfer guys because you know they're kind of locked in here for at least two years. That's a, another great point by Matt. Tony, uh, what are we playing tonight in this Tennessee game? Are we going to play the first half spread minus nineteen, or are we playing the full game thirty three and a half? Brian Hartman, what uh, what are you recommending? Because Brian Hartman will take you under wings and give you a surefire okay. loser. So, Brian, what are you recommending to uh, Joshy Boy? I, uh, who might want to fade him. I would. Uh, I would probably lay the balls in the in the in the first half line. Yeah, I mean that. Probably their goal is to get a bunch of guys on the floor, and so a first half line might not be bad, but. Yeah. My number I'm seeing over at Zen for the game is 33 and a half, which the numbers held there. I would uh I would take that all day long, 33 and a half. Tennessee's going to crush this team tonight. I'm talking like 40 45 points. They're going to crush a lot. Crush a Tony, lot. Looking at that Georgia Southern, looking at their record and seeing who all they play. Yep. Are, are they really that like bad of a team? 0-9 for the record? No, nobody's as bad as an 0-9 record, but the truth is these teams have to stack up stack up by games. And Brian made the point that they've played a bunch of teams inside the number, but they haven't seen a team the caliber of the Vols yet. And and the Vols are going to be relentless on them this evening. And and the first half number might be a, might be a good strategy, Josh, because Tennessee wants to empty that bench. 
The question is, are they going to empty it all game, or are they going to empty it once they get up by 45? That's the question. Oh, so what you're saying is Tennessee should hammer this team tonight. Well, they're going to hammer them. They're going to beat them yeah. like they're not even there. They're going to do a Don Staley special on them. No mercy. And, uh, no mercy. Tennessee definitely needs that tonight, don't they? Needs one of those games where they can just hammer a team like a cupcake team. I was told that they're going to make a concerted effort in December to grow Freddie DeLeon. Yeah. to continue to grow a do and continue to develop their roster. They know what they have in Connect. They know what they have in their veterans. ZZ continues to come back to form each time he takes the floor. And, Josh, you boy, you're my boy. Congrats yeah. to your Titans. Thanks. Love. A TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime's coming up. For our radio transmission, this is going to do it for the day. What a blessing it's been. To be in here for a few with you. And it really is a blessing to get a chance to get together and talk some sports. And our prayers continue to stay up for our friends in Clarksville, Hendersonville, friends in the Mid-State who had that terrible, terrible a weather event over the weekend. We love you. We appreciate you. You remain in our prayers. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.